This episode is brought to you ad-free thanks to all of our wonderful patrons. You can get tons of exclusive content and help us keep the show going by joining at patreon.com slash shonenflop. And welcome to Shonen Flop Chibi, a first impressions mini-episode where we talk about the first chapter of the series we'll be covering in-depth next week. I'm Jordan, and with me today, as usual, is my lovely, thick co-host, David. <laughs> Say hi, David. Work it, work. <laughs> oh, hi, David. Why are, uh, why'd you say that in like a <laughs> Swedish chef way? Because we're covering the Nordic inspired Icehead Gill, and I kept thinking it was Axehead Gill, but I will probably make that mistake many a time. Yeah, just chill, David. Chill your head. Chillax. Chillax, <laughs> man. Chillax. Just, just chill. <laughs> All right, so this is Icehead Gill. It was written by uh, Hachia Kuo, and the run dates were between June 26th, 2023, and ended on November 13th, 2023. It's got 20 chapters, two volumes. We assume. It hasn't officially had its full series published, but it seems like 20 chapters will be too, vo- too thicky boys, as they say. Thick like me. Is this another one where it's going to end, like, it's going to have, like, two or three extra chapters? I don't know. We'll find out. You mean just like the second volume hasn't been published yet? Okay. Yeah. This isn't a Build King situation as well. No, I don't think so. Okay. So anyway, God, we still still haven't read the final Build King issues, have we? Then we never will. I don't ever want to. Anyway, first chapter summary right now. Gil Sol's father, Drecky, was a powerful warrior who carried the king's axe and trained seven warriors until one day, David, he allegedly went crazy and killed them all, <laughs> along with the prince. This caused Gil to sail away when his father's enemies came to kill him for revenge, only for him to wash up in a rat place called Urchin Island. Two years later, Gil is made to work is a slave slash tax collector for the leader of the town, Mela, a large dummy mommy who for some reason looks like the Statue of Liberty and is coincidentally his adoptive mother figure. He both loves her and is angry because she stole the king's axe from him when he like arrived and was cast away more or less. A local asshole <laughs> named Zakuro taunts Gil for having a murderer as a father and Gil says that all that shit's a lie. His dad would never kill anybody. Also for the record, Gil's like 13. He's a little boy. Average shown up protagonist yeah just then an evil castaway washes up and mela throws gill an axe which is kind of lamer than the king's axe just kind of an axe generic brand axe and he even complains about it yeah he's like oh this is just a lame axe but anyway he still easily takes him out mela says that they need more weapons because of shit like this which is allegedly you know what the taxes are for but zakuro disagrees because the island is mostly peaceful popcorn david <laughs> that night, Mela executes the castaway by throwing him off a cliff before eating dinner with Gil. She then gives him his father's journal, which she took when Gil washed up. Gil opens it up and finds information on liches. Just then, a fucking lich happens to show up. Just, revive- just right then, just total coincidence. Whoa, it's a lich. We just found out about liches. Whoa. Re- <laughs> revive from the corpse of the dude Mela executed. The lich stabs Zekiro and then jumps into him. That is literally what happens. He jumps his bones. Yeah. <laughs> they try and save him. But Zakuro's corpse hops up and slices Mila's left arm off like she's fucking Shanks or something. The lich demands <laughs> yeah. that they join him and kill Mela, but Gil stops him and takes the king's axe from her unconscious body. He then cuts the lich's head off, which yells at them that humans are descendants of false kings and should not exist. After giving the living head a Viking funeral, Gil says he wants to go back to the kingdom to find out what happened to his dad. Hmm, protagonist trying to do an adventure to find his dad. Interesting. Mm. He left a bunch of cryptic messages and troll.
control language, as well as one of the three relics in his journal, as well as the info that all three together will open the gates of hell. I wrote as well as both t- twice. I'm sorry, everybody. That's that's on me. We, they all can't be winners. Gil heads back home because his aunt is part troll and might be able to read it. Because he is a racist. It's like, oh, oh, so I'm part troll. So you think that I can read the troll language? Oh, OK, I see. This reminds me, I had an interview where I was talking to this guy and he was like, tell me about how he's been programming. And I was like, what was your first language? And he was like, well, it was, I mean, to be technically speaking, I guess Spanish. I was like, no, 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 I meant (laughs) programming language. And he's like, oh, okay, that question makes much more sense. No, see, I'm approaching it from being like, uh, hey, uh, someone come out to me and they're like, hey, you're Jewish. Can you speak Hebrew? Oh, all the time. <laughs> it's like, yeah, of course I can. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I am. <laughs> oh, and Jordan, much like people's first impressions of us for being Jewish. Oof. Um, <laughs> what were your first impressions of this series? Oh, God. Wow, that was a lot of lore at the end. God, so much dumping. Such a big info dump towards the end. I feel every manga that has a huge amount of exposition and sets up then immediately goes nowhere and just ends after 20 chapters. I mean, the ones that we read on the show, at least. Yeah, that's true. I can't think as much of, uh, I don't know, you think Bleach had a lot of lore when it started? I don't remember. I was rereading the first chapter of One Piece, just literally has Roger's execution, and then it's kind of like, that's it for talking about the setting for like that first chapter. Yeah, but I mean, that's One Piece. That's like one of the best opening chapters of all time, you know? <laughs> true. This uh, first chapter kind of goes hardcore in different places, you know? I, yeah, I, I really want to like this series and it's really trying its best to have me not like it because this is a legitimately really interesting setting. Yeah. It kind of runs through a Red Hood, actually, where it's very, like, I guess, Germanic or Nordic inspired in a way that we don't see that often in Shonen Jump. Yeah, I was kind of getting into it, you know, definitely didn't blow me away. I felt like the art was kind of shaky in a lot of places. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, this art is not great. It has its moments. I like a lot of the details. I think the designs are pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. I think the monsters look kind of cool. It's just more like there are moments where like, man, Gil looks weird in this this shot. This wasn't the best drawn. I think Gil has a terrible character design. It's not it's not great. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's just blamed art errors. Like I'm not an artist, but I caught things where he just straight up forgot to draw one of Gil's eyes. Yeah, I wish he had a panel where Gil actually reached down and picked up the axe. I had to like double take and I was like, when did he get the king's axe? What? Yeah, I was confused about that, too. He showed like two shots of like Mela laying on the ground and she just had the king's axe there. She just had it there. He didn't even like comment on it. He just went and picked it up and it was like almost off screen that he did that. Yeah, it was a little bit too casual. There had to be at least one panel where he was like, oh, king's axe, you brought it. Yeah. Or something like, yeah. Um, Maxi B has mentioned this is like the author's first real work and you can definitely tell this is the first thing he ever really did. I mean, if this is his first work, uh, kudos to him. It's not bad. Yeah, this is for a first work. Not bad. No, I mostly enjoyed this. I thought that the setting was pretty cool as same with David. You know, I mean, you know, we all love a large dummy mommy. I find it interesting how this, again, has everyone nice disease where Mela is really nice, kind of, except her actual actions seem pretty terrible. Like she openly executes people. She is extorting the townsfolk for tax money. Yet this chapter is trying to make her seem like a sympathetic character. And it's very strange. 
I kind of disagree that it has everyone nice disease because like Zakuro is like a complete fucking dick to Gil and stuff like that. Like Mela knows that he's powerful, but she doesn't spend the whole time being like, Gil, you are the chosen one. You know, I see something in you. You know, it's just like, nah, he's good with an axe. Fucking kill this guy. Yeah. And, and basically has him as like a slave slash like adoptive son kind of. Mm-hmm. So like, I kind of think she's somewhat of an interesting character because she is like an asshole. She collects taxes. She's a dick to everyone. And she does like execute people. But like, there is like a little bit of softness there around Gil. It's kind of like, ah, underneath this tough exterior, exterior, you're really a good person. I mean, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a pretty awful person. She's a pretty terrible person. She's basically a landlord. I mean, <laughs> fucking the worst kind of people. Worst kind of people, you know. My cruelty squad stands know where we're at. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jordan, would you read our 10 chapters of this? Yeah. Yeah, I, I was surprised. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I want to see where this goes. I think the setting is cool cool, uh, cool enough that I would give this our 10 chapters. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is assuming I read it on the first day. Again, I know it lasts 20 chapters. Yeah. It's like, I know that this, uh, this probably does not get good if it got axed like that. I've read enough canceled manga to know that. But like, if I'm just picking this up and this is like the first first day it was released i'm like yeah i'll stick around for the next week sure yeah and then uh jordan what do you think is gonna happen next First of all, I think that his dad did kill those people, and I think he killed the prince because the prince was trying to bring liches into this world. Mm. Second guess, I think that those seven warriors that were killed are going to come back as liches, mm. and I think the other two relics will show up three chapters before the manga ends. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I also want to, before anyone brings it up, Steve Lichman, super dope webcomic. Everyone should read that. Yeah, go check it out. It's a fucking webcomic about his lich that just kind of hangs out in his dungeon with his buds. So my guesses are, I think in the city, he will meet his rival that joins his gang of characters, much like we saw Metallica Metallica. <laughs> I think there will be a surprising increase in quality where this is the author's first work, and I think he's really going to turn it around just in time for that series to get axed. Because, <laughs> you know, and I think one of the big three Nordic gods will show up, possibly hiding his form until a sun revelation later in the series. Now, David, who are the big three Nordic gods? That's uh, Loki, Thor, and Odin. Gotcha. What about Balder, though? He doesn't get in here? No, he's got a bad hair day. Oh, he's he's like the fourth one. I mean, I don't know if people know anything about Balder besides that we're Balder's Gate. No, I mean, he was the cause of Ragnarok. That's true. I mean, he was in God of War. Yeah, so are we doing God of War as the cover art for this? I don't have a better idea. We'll figure out that pitch later. Yeah, whatever, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then, Jordan, what's your power word, my man? Cold, because, like, it's a cold setting, and damn, Mela's fucking cold. She just kills that dude. She's just a bad lich. Nice. Nice. Mine is lukewarm, because this series is not great, not super, very 60 degrees. <laughs> yeah. You know. You know. <laughs> all right um but you know what i don't have a lukewarm reception to are the people who sent us questions so let's go q a time as a reminder you can submit your questions in the show no flop discord and we get priority to those who haven't had a question answered in a long time new to asking questions or our patron kicking things off we have from front of the show aussie rat if you were a protagonist in a manga and you had to come up with a backstory which of the flops you reviewed would be your backstory oh so many fucking flops david um you go first I mean, we can always go with the Coco Banana Town that is from Stealth Symphony. <laughs> or we could do the, I think the only true isekai we've reviewed, which is Tricks Dedicated Witches. That would be pretty dope to be a magician. 
Yeah, that, that would be, honestly. It would mean, like, you were a really talented guy who was also, like, an asshole. Yeah. So I'll go with that. Uh, that's me in real life, too. Hey! So, the Jordan, what would you pick, then, for your backstory? Oh, my God. Oh, man, David, I'm getting put on the fucking spot. I guess I might go Dark Mage. Mm. So you would actually that's also an isekai, but that's a double isekai. Yeah, that's a double isekai. Yeah, because then I would be like this awesome dark mage. <laughs> I guess that is what he is, isn't it? He's, yeah. he's a dark mage. God, what a stupid fucking series. That was so stupid. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have from Dude Rocks. Would you rather eat a non-boiled egg straight out of the fridge, shell and all, or eat a large bowl full of uncooked dry oatmeal? A non-cooked egg is edible, so you will not die if you do that. When I first read this, I was like oatmeal, but now I'm thinking about it. I think I might go egg because like it would be just so fucking dry and like hard to get down. But like an egg, you could probably chew the shell until it's in like small enough bits where it's not that big of a deal, really. I mean, it's not going to taste good, but it's like you can you can get it down relatively quickly. It's just over. Yeah, it's just over. I feel like oatmeal would be like just prolonged suffering. The saltine challenge, right? I don't know the saltine challenge. So the saltine challenge is actually very difficult to eat like seven saltines without drinking any water in between. So that's kind of what it feels like eating a bunch of dry oatmeal because it just dehydrates your mouth. I feel like I could do it, but yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Okay. Do it for the gram. <laughs> Next up, we have a one Ashley from Dude Rocks who said, what would Chainsaw Man's six word summary be? So off the dome, Jordan, what would you say is a six word summary for Chainsaw Man? Is the name Chainsaw Man one word or two words this is important. Chainsaw Man is two words. Chainsaw is one word and man is a second word. Chainsaw Man, Chainsaw Man, Chainsaw Man. My, nice. Mine would be, dude, go fucking read Chainsaw Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, maybe it's like, um, Miserable Boy Wants to Touch Boobs. Yeah, Makima is the fucking worst, period. <laughs> All right, I fixed my six-word summary game. Next, from Redblade, what would be your opinion if someone in Champaign, Illinois, grew some grapes and processed them into alcohol? <laughs> would it be sparkling wine? Um, <laughs> as it does come from Champagne, technically speaking. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. Yes, that's a great <laughs> that's question. A great question. Thank you for asking. That's a very strong contender for question of the year for next year, because this is too late to be considered for the 2023 floppies. But Red Blade, we will not forget about this question. I would say that. Hold on. This really makes you think, you know. Sorry, the FBI is on the phone. They say the answer is no. I say fuck the FBI. I would call it champagne. There what? you go. What? Oh, you my got... God. Ah! Oh, my God. No, I'm being taken away. David. Ah! David. Ah! We got him, we got him. Okay, there, yeah. right. <laughs> oh, we are we're having we're having fun. Yeah. From Meru who asks, what artist would you choose for a Magu-chan revival? So what artists that didn't draw Magu-chan do you think could really harness the adorableness? Um I think the artist of Nico Wappa could do a pretty good job because he already kind of has that like cute, like supernatural being vibe. My gut reaction was just whoever is doing the Pokemon adventure manga right now. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. <laughs> just because, like, I feel like somebody who's good at doing the cuteness of Pokemon could nail this. Because you need mm -hmm. someone who's good at cute things. But also, some Pokemon are kind of scary. So, and you want to be able to do some a little bit of scary stuff there, you know? Yep. And then uh, we have one more bonus question from David, who asks, if you who? were to be able to submit a question to Oda for an SBS, what question would you submit, Jordan? Fuck. Um, how did Robin's boobs get that big, even though she was already an adult before fucking <laughs> time skip? <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. She's a growing woman. I think Robin also gained like an inch of height, which probably shouldn't happen when you're 28 years old. Well, yeah, what the fuck happened there, Oda? I don't know how that went down. 
I have to think because actually my question someone asked and I'm really annoyed because Oda was like, wow, that's a great question where I would have asked if all of the other straw hats had devil fruits, what devil fruits would you have given them? Ooh. Right? But he actually answered that one. Oh, also, this reminds me how I'm at, there's a dude who has the pocket fruit, and I'm just imagining that's actually an unawakened form of the Santa, the mythical human-human like, Santa fruit. <laughs> and that's how it manifests. And I think that's how I want to play for the next One Piece RPG character, is that? <laughs> that's good. That's good. So actually, yeah, so th- th- there we go. I can't figure out anything better. So Oda, do you believe in Santa and is he real in the One Piece world? <laughs> yeah, is Santa real in the One Piece world? That's pretty good. He's definitely saying he's real to Chopper. <laughs> Chopper is a reindeer. I actually think that would actually be a good question is why are there no zone fruits for animals that only exist in the One Piece world that we've seen? Okay. Oh, like, that makes no one sense. has a Sea King devil fruit, which I think is interesting. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a fun question. Thank you so much, David. That's a strong contender for question of the year. All right. Well, all I want to say, Jordan, is thank you so much for all of your hard work on the Chibi episodes. You're welcome, David. And thank you so much for your hard work as well. Props to Shannon for the awesome cover art. Find her online at Illuminati. Thanks to Dylan for assistance with editing. You can find his podcast, Anime Out Context, at AnimeContext.com. Thanks to Tucker and Maxi B for assistance with pronunciation, translation, other miscellaneous research. Find us on Twitter at Shonen Flopcast, Tumblr, Shonen Flop, and our website, ShonenFlop.com. We're also on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, or wherever else you get your podcast. And as I mentioned, come join the Shonen Flop Discord. Hang out with us. We've got some cool people on that Discord. You can submit your questions, submit your six word summaries. It's just a great time. And if you've been enjoying the podcast and want to help us keep going, consider subscribing to our Patreon. Wouldn't be able to keep the show running without your wonderful support you get a ton of awesome perks including exclusive episodes jordan what are we dropping in december for our patrons well my friendly patrons me and david are actually just about to record this we are going to be looking at pilots of some of the flops that we have covered on this show Yes, we are going to be looking at some of our fan favorites, including Red Hood, Tokyo, Tokyo, Demon Not Shinobi. Tokyo Shinobi Squad. We're going to be looking, including Red Hood, Demon Bride Story, and Iron Knight. So stay tuned. Uh, there's one more. Well, that's why I said including. Oh. Fine. You want me to just list them all? Fuck you. But may no. as well. There's one more. Yeah, that, that et cetera is pulling a lot of weight. <laughs> it's rookie, rookie policewoman Kiriko. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to be looking at Iron the pilots for Iron Knight, Red Hood, Tokyo Demon Bride, and Rookie Police Woman, Kuroko-san. And then you also could be sitting and listening to our recordings live or listening to the warm-up audio where you can hear the very interesting topics I bring up to our guests, and my, including my strange obsession with string beans. Yes, you can listen to very interesting things, David says. <laughs> interesting question mark. All right, let me read off some of our wonderful patrons. Starting with our dolphin dad, we have got Glow Mac, Rachel, my wonderful wife. Yeah, I can't believe it. She she was like, how many slices of cake can I send you in one day? And I was like, I guess we'll find out. She's your own Tokyo demon bride. It's almost like that's why we re-ran that episode when I, had a, <laughs> when I got married. And someone mentioned Sean's long slender figures, me cautiously slippery when wet. Moving on down to the ravioli tier where you can get cute photos of my little puppuccino. She's a very good girl who invented a new type of stretch yesterday. We have a name in Japanese, Chris, Eva, Karate Chopsticks, T, and Trevor Schechner. Moving on down to the king of the forest, we have 090Z, Bandit Stoof. My girlfriend! Chad, Jacob Andrew Galloway, Kirby Mon, Marty, Max Baker, Sarah Hydra, and T Wolfwood. Moving on down to Galactic Ball Federation officers, we have a mid-sized sedan, Andy's Islands, Blah Moo Moo, Brandon M, Brian Sexton, David Ackerson, Dennis James Moan, Drago, Drew, Dylan, Nigel, Fax, Generic Man, Hans, Heavy Metal Hermit Crab, Keanu, Kylie Denton, Mainly P. Hall, Marabara, Matt, Mike, my name is Jory, and I was born to podcast, so was I. Ralph Iskoff, Resident Warhammer Nerd, Rosanna Mendoza, Ryan Jasinski, Scott Fischler, Silly Rookie, Simming for Simp Ash, Staghorn, Taper Clip, Tucker Watley, Wright, and ZZ Digital. Thank you all so much, along with our wonderful Beast Children. 
Yes, I love all of you. All of you. Aww. Especially Bandit Stoof. And I love you, Jordan. Anything you want to toss in there, big guy? Uh, check out Mission Ignition and um, play Cruelty Squad. That's kind of it. Do it. Yeah. You should ask. Uh, you should go email the guy who made Cruelty Squad and see if he'll be on the show. <laughs> He's just like this uh, very strange Finnish guy. I don't know. We have one Finnish person on the Discord, so I'm sure they'd love the representation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. Tune in next Monday for our full episode on Ice Head Yeah, Gil- this has been Jordan. This has been David. And you've been listening to Shonda Flop. Keep on flopping floppers. Bye.